where we discuss TV shows as if they were novels. It's like a book club. For TV. I'm Rachel. I'm Carrie. I'm Evelyn. This month, we will be discussing Alice in Borderland. Keep listening as we get into all the good. And maybe some of the bad. So my first question to you guys is, um, have you ever actually been in a book club? I have not. We There was a time back on Tumblr, we tried to do like a virtual book club. I think it lasted about two months. All right. I think <laughs> I did a Jesus book club for like three months. The, the, so, one, the one on Tumblr didn't really work because everybody kept suggesting those like those classic books you're supposed to read, which are really boring and dry and dull. And I would like, we were all listen, just like, let's read our monster love novels like to. I do on my way to work. <laughs> yeah. So that didn't work. But other than that, no. So basically the three of us who have never been in book clubs are going to try to do a book club, not about books, but about shows. So this is going to be a fun adventure because none of us know really what we're doing. We're just going to ask each other questions and talk about them. And some of us are way more prepared than others. So it's going to be cool. Some of us may have taken four pages of notes. Okay. I watched all, I rewatched all of season one today. Uh, what we decided to do for this show book club kind of format is that we are going to talk about if a particular show that is picked, like we picked Alice in Borderland, um, we're going to specifically talk about one of the seasons, you know, to kind of isolate as if we were reading a book. So for this time, we're going to focus on season two uh, and, you know, also talk about kind of how that relates to season one of if season two kind of set you up properly having maybe you didn't even ever watch season one you just skip no, to season it, two because sometimes that happens <laughs> and no so I picked Borderland uh well basically we all picked Borderland because it so happened to be a show that we had already all seen in the recent past so we decided to go with that one first and yes. uh so the <laughs> recap that IMDb gives it is a group of bored delinquents are transported to a parallel dimension as part of a survival game, um, <laughs> which is ridiculous. I just, uh, no, not so much. I mean, the Wikipedia one is about three paragraphs long, so I won't really read that, but um, it definitely is survival game is true. Yes, that, yes. Those, those two words are accurate. Yes. They, they did not choose to participate, though, which is, you know. No. The obvious, I'm just going to say it, the obvious parallel is Squid Game, but it came out before Squid Game, I do believe. Yes. Yeah, this yeah. is pre-Squid Game. Yes. And it's before, interesting because after Squid Game came out, it was like Netflix was like, can we do all the, all the like, can we do all of the foreign shows? Right, let's do all the foreign shows because we don't understand anything. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, I think you can tell, like, it's a production, right? Season one is a total production. They have all these sets and everything. Oh, yeah. I don't know how they made it. I'm sorry. It's, but yeah. I think that's why they got a season two is our squid game, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So as we go through this, are we going to be talking about it? Uh, as if we are describing it to someone who hasn't seen it yet? Or are we all assuming that if you're listening to this, you have watched it? I'm saying if you're listening, you've watched it. And if you haven't, you get spoiled too bad. Yeah. All right, cool. 
It's a book right. club. You're supposed to have read it. Exactly. <laughs> it's a TV show. Come on. <laughs> You've done your homework. All right. So we yeah. really will need a heads up for the. Did he announce this somewhere? Is my question. Because <laughs> otherwise, people, did we announce this somewhere? Because people will not know. I I there. We do have a Tumblr. Uh, stay tuned at the end. I'll, I'll give our socials and stuff and where you can find okay. us when we get there. Um, so yes, we will. Well, well, yeah, we'll make an announcement somewhere somehow. That, hey, this is coming. <laughs> I love well, that. Well, I will pose my first question to you guys of you know the old standby of what was your least favorite least favorite part and your favorite part of season two. Don't all speak at once. Yeah, Carrie. Um, oh, I took this more like my favorite episodes and least favorite episode rather than oh. like my favorite part and least favorite part. Well, I mean, um, guess that would work. But I episodes okay, are so, part of the book too. That's true. Okay, so I will I'm say. Um, okay, I'll say this because this is going to feed into how I continue the discussion of this series. My favorite, so my favorite episode was episode six. Um, which is the one where they're mainly on that, uh, like that power plant rig with the queen of spades and that like tag game, that oh, chess tag game. Yes. That was my favorite. Just like, I love how it was shot. I like what we got in there. And that's also where we got the Chishia, Chishia backstory where he was like a pediatric heart surgeon. Cause who saw that coming? Like. Is that oh the yeah, one, that the one with like the acid? No, that was the one right after that one. Um, the game with him is the one where they're all wearing the collars, and you had to tell each yes. other what the symbol was on the back. Okay, is that yeah. one that he was a pediatric surgeon, or was it the next one where he? No, faced... it's it's episode six because that's the game where he's playing the King of Diamonds game, which is the one game I do not understand at all where you're you have to pick a number between zero and a hundred and then they get averaged and then multiplied by 0.8 and whoever yes, is closest to whatever the result of that math is i'm like I, I i don't understand yeah but um good for him yeah and I, here's the thing my um impression of the series is i watched season two and i texted carrie and was like this series came out like six years ago it's really pretty good but i don't remember anything that happened First of all, it was 2020, which is hilarious. <laughs> Not six years ago. <laughs> and secondly, like, I didn't realize that characters were coming back. So it's interesting to have watched all of season one in a day and be like, oh, my gosh, that's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, OK, this makes more sense now is why this is very tense. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I when I saw that this came out around the time that it did, I was convinced of like, oh, they must have gotten like special permission to go out and film this like when Tokyo was on lockdown for COVID, because otherwise I have no idea how they would have filmed this with nobody there. But I guess I, I guess I was all so, I think it was all green screened and sets and stuff. I think yeah. I was completely wrong. Yeah, it it had to be sets for especially like as we near the end of season two with like the vegetation overgrowth and stuff right. um yeah that had to be yeah i think green screen and stuff very impressive regardless yes mm -hmm. we loved so, it uh my least favorite part is uh the reveal of the truth because that means none of this happened none I mean, of this happened and that pisses me off so much so as we continue discussing i'm going to ignore that fact and <laughs> proceed as if all of this stuff 
did happen because otherwise there's no point in talking about anything because none of this happened and I hate when shows do that. Oh, it was a dream. Oh, it was. Oh, it was. Like, that's the point. That's a good point. But what it's a better explanation to me than like aliens. You know, well, I mean, it's, yeah. it's more meaningful as a metaphor, if you like, ask me. <laughs> I, think, I think the part that drives me nuts is, like, they have no memory of this happening. So all of this stuff they went through has no impact on their life. Yes, they went through, like, the meteor trauma, but that's not all of this other stuff that they went through. It's like, yes, well, Aries it- still lost his friends. That one girl still lost her leg. But... He didn't meet Usagi and like fall in love and blah blah blah. So like the the whole all of the games have actually no impact on their life. To me, the implication is that they all sort of remembered it, which like maybe doesn't make sense, but again, makes more sense than aliens, (laughs) you know? Like because because they knew each other, then they recognized each other in the present. But they didn't. But they did. But they didn't. <laughs> they, they did. They did in the sort of how do I know you sort of in way. Like, they look, you got to rewatch that scene of the vending machine again. I did. They were, they were all like, do I know you from somewhere? I know you from somewhere. We are bonded in some way. I thought, no, that was just like your face looks familiar. That's all. Like he doesn't feel any bond or love or he has no emotional response to her. It's just you look like a person I know from somewhere. Where is that? And she's like, no, we don't. <laughs> I thought it was an okay, okay explanation. It just, um, yeah, I, I agree with Evelyn. I like it way more than aliens. Um, but I just I like it as a metaphor because because like I mean at the same time it does kind of step on that metaphor of like what meaning does it have? Yeah, it, it just opened up way too many questions of like how is it possible that all these people are having this very exact same hallucination yes. of fighting yes. for their lives and all this craziness and going through all the stuff and and they. They come out, the ones that ultimately survive, come out with the same injuries that they had, right? So Yes. So does that mean that everything was, like, predetermined anyway? That they were going to end up with those injuries? You know, it just, it kind of just poses too many questions that if you think about it too hard, you're like, that does not make sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I still very much liked it. The acting was brilliant. The drama was surreal. We haven't gone back, we haven't gone into the themes yet, but I do love that, like, the culmination, for me, of the series was when uh, Usagi was like, things don't have to mean anything, you know? She was basically like, that whole scene, she was like, maybe it doesn't mean anything, maybe it just happened, like, um, but I can go more into that later, and, because stuff does just happen, doesn't it? Mm. Well, would you like to get into the themes now? You're thinking about it. It's turning well, around I in mean, your brain. My point, like rewatching the first season, it it's like so looking back on it, knowing that like the whole thing was the borderland between life and death, right? And the choices that you make and who you become affects what happens to you. And Arisu got through the whole thing by saying, like, what does it mean? Who's in charge of this? What's going on? It's gotta have a point, right? And um, sometimes, like, like Tokyo got hit by a meteor. <laughs> like, yeah. Really, 
there was no point. It just happened. And um, you guys know I work as an occupational therapist, and sometimes stuff just happens, you know. And like, um, it was, I was rewatching the opening sequence. They literally go into the bathroom and hide, and then the lights go out. Like, there was no blinding flash of light, or they didn't lose consciousness or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just like the same, but different at the same time. So I thought that was pretty profound, you know? Question. Okay, because this this is sort of one of my lingering questions, which ties into the whole sometimes stuff just happens. So Arisu, you know, keeps asking all, I think they, they're referred to as the dealers, like the people who represent the face cards. Um, yes. He mm-hmm. keeps asking, like, like, what's real? What's the truth? Why are we here? What, what, like, what's the reality of this place? And can we get back to what we believe the real world is? And they just keep saying, you'll find out, you'll find out, you'll find out without actually answering the question and my sort of lingering question was do those people know the truth and they've been like told not to tell or is it just the answer is there is no answer you just have to wait and see what happens Hmm. I don't think that they really know because I mean even those when you know when the second season starts and we're we're doing all the face card stuff and you find out that the people that they're playing against are other players mm-hmm. so is that also people that were in the meteor accident that's a good question i have a i have a wild out there theory that like i mean we sort of already know that time works differently there you know i mean you could explain it as like this is the this is what they decided to do vfx wise but like agony gets a cut on his eye and like it's healed the next time we see him and then what's what's his name gets burned in the fire yeah and then is he is like scarred over and i'm like time is weird here like we already knew that but i'm like what if there's more Hmm." i mean like like, what if these people are the like from different times you know i like well there was there was something i read back in season one when i was looking up stuff after i'd watched that about how like after arisu showed and his friend showed up and they met that first woman that they interacted with and played that first game with. She said she'd already been there for like a couple days and stuff. And that it seemed to be like the closer you were to the shockwave, the sooner you got into the borderland. So Ooh, the people that were closer to the shockwave were there longer because they quote unquote died sooner Technically, I mean, by milliseconds, but again, because time works weird there. we did there. see that guy in season one, the end of episode one of season one. We see this guy who's like, I'm quitting. I'm done. It's never going to end. And he looks haggard. But his hair is, like, long. It's long, like, to his shoulders. And I'm like, how long has he been here? Like, yeah. maybe, maybe it's, like, purgatory where people come and go, you know? It's a possibility. That would be, I mean, that would be interesting for having an actual end to the game, though. It's not just like, yay, you got to, you you beat this thing. Like, they ended the game. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Like, once they beat the Queen of Hearts, like, that was it, game over. They're not restarting but anything. The implication, there were people... At the, at the end of season two, they asked you, do you want to stay here? You can stay here if you want, mm-hmm. presumably to design more games. That's the way oh. I took it, to continue this. And, like, only the most, like, violent, 
of them. Like most of them were like, no, I want to go home. <laughs> well, okay. So maybe it's a world that every time there's a big old natural disaster, it just starts up again. I, so. I, I had thought that to mean if you chose to stay, you would just kind of like remain in a coma in the real world or something. Hmm. That, yeah, that was my thought about how that relates to the weird, to the real world. But yeah, what does that mean for the world of the borderland? Good question. Good question. As I, I know that this is based on, you know, a Japanese comic, which I, of course, mm-hmm. never read because I'm not that dedicated to the craft of researching the show. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did... I did read that they stuck pretty close to the storyline and mm-hmm. um, the only the only after um, storyline they have is a spinoff with, you know, the main two characters. Um, but there isn't an official like Alice in Borderland story after this. So if Netflix does do a third season, it's all new stuff. Ooh, I do wonder. Like the concept of the Joker card isn't in the comic. Ooh. At the very end. I don't like that because then it implies that they're not really out or something. I know. Just like, Maybe. No. No. I didn't like I didn't like that. That was my least favorite moment because I was like, I was okay with the ending. I liked it as a metaphor. And I was, it bothered me how long everyone got s- super shot a lot and then stayed alive. <laughs> <laughs> how did how did Heya live? She got shot point blank with a machine gun like eight she, times. Yes. Those bullets and went like, through her body. Like they exited and like punctured every major organ. I literally was like, oh, she died. Like, she and did. I was sad because it all happened in one episode, and we yeah. were all sad. Like, mm. and that girl who lost her leg, Heya, got shot. She was also super dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were all fine for long enough yeah. for them to clear the game. And I'm like, okay, I think this is like a little bit of Western sensibility, like sneaking in. Cause they're like, your character, char- listen, the characters that you thought died in season one did not die yeah. because the Hatter is definitely dead and he shows up. Well, he's and a hallucination. He's a hallucination. That that, that's what I was going to ask. Cause I could not remember where he came from. And I'm like, yeah. wait, wasn't he in? Like he popped back in and Odyssey, uh, no, Agony is not dead. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Burned guy is also fine. And like, that was not the implication that we were given at the end of the season. No, <laughs> like Miragi no. was like engulfed in a fucking bonfire. That it, dude was yeah. dead. Like, and then he stood up and I was like, no, uh-uh, go away with your nasty burnt and blech, go. I don't need to see you. Did you like that you got a backstory for him or were you like, that was completely unnecessary? Does, it doesn't I make don't like him. I don't care. I don't care about him. He can, he yeah. should have stayed dead. Naragi should have just died at the end of season one. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't he, he added that. nothing to season two except trying okay. to like rape Usagi again, which I did not need that. Yeah. So. Which no, again is the first time, honestly. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like, need that ever. But. I was like, hmm, okay. No, no, not needed. I did love how to though. I miss him. I will say, like, the men in the show have, like, 0% body fat. It's, like, ridiculous. That's, his muscular build is very weird, especially, <laughs> like, the Hatter. Yeah. I do I'm say, like, what are you made out of? 
one of my other favorite things was episode two, just because like naked guy, like for a whole episode. Yes. Just like, He's okay, naked guy for a whole episode. There's sure. his butt. Enjoy. Yeah. And, and I, the strategic I, camera angles were brilliant. <laughs> so good. The ca- I yeah, I was like, bravo, cameraman, director of photography, whoever set that up, like bravo, because that we love that. Very well done. Yeah. Because it was it was part choreography, right? Like somebody's yes. hand would raise like as he was turning or like yes. they would it would all be a very delicate. Ah, oh, nope, not going to see it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was very well done. Yeah, no, no. Well, yeah. OK, so I think this would be mostly about the ending and all of it means and everything. But like so after you finished watching it, like what were the questions in your head of like, really? What? OK. Um. So this is this is dumb, but this is one of those sort of like anytime there's some sort of like post-apocalyptic natural disaster, whatever kind of thing. Like I kept getting distracted by like the clothing that people were wearing and why they didn't change into more comfortable stuff if they knew they're going to be like running and jumping and moving all over the place playing these games. Yes. Like people were still showing up in like their cute little dresses and heels and like. Uh, Queena, Queena was still in like the bikini top and flip flops. It's like, get some sneakers, girl. Like, why are you running around in you flip flops? Yeah. You're gonna yes. fall and break your ankle. <laughs> like, yes, I did not understand that either. The heels and the shoes and the flip tops. I was like, you just steal them from somewhere. Like, you're you know, in a I mall. Like they they, they, yeah, they did like business a couple of times in season one. To be fair. Yeah, but they have, like they were very specifically like here's a mall where we are all together. Yeah, uh, like the, but the business lady didn't go get a pair of sneakers while they were in the mall. She was still like running around in her like sensible black pumps. I'm like, <laughs> go get some Reeboks, girl. What are you doing? I know. Yeah. I know. My um, um as like far not, as not an existential question, but that that's always my sort of lingering. What are you doing, people? Question. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody at least went somewhere to get bathing suits to be at the beach. I know. Where did they get the bathing suits from? I feel the, like. The, the gift shop in the hotel? I, know. I love that as a rule, though, that they were like bathing suits all the time because they're at the beach. Mm? Practical. Practical. I think it was also like, wasn't it, if you're in a bathing suit, you can't be concealing a gun somewhere? Right. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. Theoretically. It was a double, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. Double whammy. Um, my, my main questions. I. Two, I have two from season one since I just watched it. Like, number, let me see. Number one was Chota in the entirety after he's injured is using a crutch on the wrong leg, baby. You put it on the injured side and he's got it on his non-injured side. And I'm like, I see why you're having a problem. Maybe that's just me being a therapist. So that's my number one. And what was my other one? They corner the attacker in um, the high, the like high rise um, hide and seek kind of thing. Um, what was oh, it? Game? Hide and seek. And Agony is has got this person beaten down and is literally like repeatedly punching the horse mask. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> and I'm like, honey, <laughs> take it off. <laughs> dramatic tension I guess but so yeah. yeah he was punching that horse mask he's not the brightest bless him <laughs> take the mask off yes and um was my other question from season two I know I had one I did have one question like what what do you think like the vegetation overgrowing the city was about like 
is that just supposed to be a sort of indication that time is passing strangely right? and the That's whole like good... Anne venturing out and finding things completely overgrown and a random mountain range has appeared and also how did Anne have enough days on her visa to make that trek I don't know I that myself. Love Anne. yes um, I was very sad she actually died I was like oh. at least Anne Anne but then I she's mean, not dead. But she is. Wait, did she die? She coded on the yeah. table in the OR and they couldn't bring her back. Oh, really? Yeah, she did. I she came back. No, we were dead. No. So, but anyway, yeah, but yeah, like the vegetation, like what, like what do we think that's about? I mean, I think that was just, yeah, meant to communicate how wonky the time was. And I mean, yeah, maybe to your point of, of the, um, how the closer you were to the blast was you're there for longer. Cause I think, didn't they figure out when she made that field trip, like time was different for her out that far than when she was back. Ooh. I don't know. Or am I, I totally wrong about that? I might be wrong about that, but I thought, I thought they figured out something about time in different places away from the city or something. I think I that was just her. her figuring out time was passing strangely because there was like rotted food and like decayed corpses that should not be as decayed as they were and stuff. Mm. Um, But I don't know if necessarily she herself was quote unquote out of time, if Mm. you will. Mm. Yeah. How did they all have? Well, I mean, they went through a lot of games together really quickly. Yeah, that's true. And may have been playing something we didn't see. More days on your visa. When you're when you do like the face cards or something, I remembered my question. Okay. It's not it's not a philosophical question. It just bugs me. Like literally, a meteorite destroyed Tokyo, right? And at the end, you hear a news broadcast where they broadcast the names of the victims, and it's like only the ones that we know about. Like it's only Odysseus' friends, and I'm like, there were more. I'm sure there like, were more. Way more people. <laughs> Well, well yeah, the, it those been... are the only people we care about, so. Right. I know, right? They announced, like, Chota and his friend and a couple of other names that we recognize. And I'm like, if a, if a meteorite hit Tokyo, like, we see the damage. A lot of oh, people yeah. are very dead. Oh, yes. <laughs> More than I mean, the podcast. It would have at least been all the people at the beach that were gunned down at that one game. Right. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> We think so. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I know it's season one and we're talking about season two, but that whole game of the witch hunt. <gasps> I, did, I figured it out pretty quickly. I was like, she oh, my gosh. Herself. That's I was my, like, she, she had to kill herself. That's my questions. Is Momoko, like, stabbed herself and I guess her friend moved her there or something? Mm-hmm. I think or she so, staggered yeah. out there and collapsed? But she could have, like, if she wanted people to know that she was the witch, because there's, like, there's no point in her not telling people that if she's going to die, then why didn't she tell anyone? The point was to figure out, it was like, it's, all of the games are tests of some kind. So that was, what kind of game is, is that? Like, what was the suit of that game? Hearts. So hearts are games of psychology, trust, and betrayal. So that was a game where you had to like trust your fellow players to be telling you the truth, figure out who the betrayer was, if there was one, 
and just like so she couldn't tell anybody because that would defeat the point of the game but couldn't she have like i would imagine that like the dealers unless the dealers specifically told her like kill yourself and don't tell anyone but we, I, we saw we saw a bit of we saw a bit of the flashback to that conversation with the lawyer guy from the the zero to one hundred math game because he was the you know that guy there yes too um, and I think he so I I think what I was able to deduce from that little bit of a flashback we got was she was selected to be the person who was killed and could then also select who killed her. And she's the one who decided to kill herself. I don't I remember that. Mm, Could be true. I don't remember it either. Because I spent the whole episode like, what do you mean? Like, she obviously felt guilty about being working with the the game, the dealers or the game makers or whatever, who they find at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, I, I mean, if she was going to kill herself anyway, then, like, sabotage the game and be like, it's me. Ah. <laughs> right on it it must be yeah anyway, but then yeah. people would be like what do you mean it was her there's no way she could have killed herself and you know would they have believed that mm-hmm. is the question so how well do you guys think you would have fared <laughs> if you got swept there do you think you would have uh, survived or you would have been like oh no i'm dead oh no, i'm right. dead i'm 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 dead so i'm that dead is, very quickly. that is my my question that i came up with is if you had to play one of the games which would it be oh <laughs> i would say something like the queen of spades game where it's more just physical like a little bit of strategy or like, you know, the weird tag game with the naked guy, but like that math game, I, I even tried to have my husband explain it to me because he's much smarter with like math and numbers and stuff. And he, I was just like, I, I don't, I do. I was thinking about it in the first game where it's the square rooms, you know, and you're trying to get to the exit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Chris would smash this like in a second. Well, because he's, you know, he, he's a structural engineer, so he's like, okay, what's the building layout? We need to go through these rooms this way, and ta-da! Yeah. Yes. I actually, aside from, you know, it being all murdery, um, I actually thought that the the initial tag game in the, you know, the with the naked guy, I thought that looked like a really fun game. <laughs> it did. I mean, leave the murder out of it. It is not yeah. a fun game. There's also, oh, like, yeah. stuff to find. Like and tagging people and like points and you don't know who has what points. And yeah. I thought that was really interesting fun. that, yeah, I thought, I thought the most interesting thing about that was you could divide up the points however you wanted and the other team didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you it was very smart. And I, I called the ending to that one as well. I was like, oh no, make <laughs> a guy's going to die. Who's going to yeah. make the sacrifice because they didn't say anything. They didn't say that you couldn't remove the bracelets. Which, okay, he did not have to smash his hand like that. Like, I understand it has to do with the thing he did to his coworker. Like, he smashed his coworker's hand in his sort of payback for that. But, like, all he has to do is dislocate his thumb. Like, you don't need to, like, like demolish your hand. Because, like, if you can see my tiny hands, I can do that. Like, I could get out of handcuffs. (laughs) Well, all right. So, Evelyn, you'd be on my team. Yes. But anyway, the one I would do would be distance for sure, because like not rewatching it and not remembering anything about it. They're like, get to the goal safely. And it literally says distance zero. And I'm like, oh, we're here. Like we're already 
Yes, that's oh, right. That's the goal on the side. The one that, where they game. started at the end with the bus. Yeah. Yes. That that one I will admit took me a while to catch on to what was going on. I, I will did admit. By the timeline of that one, but okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I know. That yeah, that if I was in that one, and I even even if it if I saw that it had goal written on the side of the bus, I would find it very hard to believe. It'd be like, okay, we just we just sit here, just do nothing. Just right. Yeah, that would be my. Which I think was, you know, part of the psychology of the game. But it's yeah. interesting because Adesu in the very first game notices that the building is a square by glancing across at the um, evacuation picture, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you didn't see goal? Like, you didn't ask? <laughs> oh, you didn't see goal written on the freaking bus? <laughs> Literally, the as they started running away, like, it turned red, the further you got out and nobody was like, wait a second. Well, I think by that point too, just the psychology of the situation that you're in compounds how you deal with each game individually. You've been through the trauma of like eight games and now you're just supposed to sit here and wait because you're at the goal line. Like, but all of this other stuff we've been says that's not how this works, you know? So... That is a good point. I also happen to know the um, light bulb riddle. <gasps> I knew that one too. I would have told you if I knew that one. one. I, I admit I had to look it up. <laughs> Wait, what was oh. that one? Remind me of that one. The light bulb the light is bulb. three. You want to explain it, Rachel? You're probably so better at it. The light bulb was in the other room, and you could only make one guess as to which lever turns the light bulb on. Oh yeah. And you could only like open the door once. Yeah. And so they found you could, out you could only turn on one switch while the door was open. Something like that. But but I remember seeing there was some other TV show at one point in time that also did that riddle where they were just like figure out when it's hot and that would be the lever. First that's that's already outdated because light bulbs don't get that hot anymore. Well, Unless it had a stash somewhere of old school bulbs incandescent bulbs heat up but like leds don't heat up nearly as much you can be able to tell (laughs) i'm sure that would have been really great if you said that at the time of like this is an updated light bulb there's no way that it's going to get hot enough (laughs) to actually solve this riddle i'm sorry you guys we're all dead they use modern technology on us all right now it's not gonna work (laughs) we're gonna have to figure out something else because they put modern technology in the light bulb yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, so. I love how Anna just stood there with her, with her sunglasses on. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> you figure it out. So, are you yeah. guys voting that you would survive or you would be dead? Oh no, I'm dead. I'm no, dead. I'm okay. very dead. Sure. I'm very dead. Yeah. Would you have sacrificed yourself for your best friend, or would you been like? Oh, eh? that's the question, isn't it? Yeah. You know, because uh, I, have I mean, to a kid. <laughs> I like to think I'm the type of person who would, but I I don't know in the situation what I would actually <laughs> yeah. do. I would like to think the answer to that is yes, I would sac- my, sacrifice myself to save my best friend, but also I don't want to die. Yeah. Right. I mean, but I think what made that's the all fun that... part of, yeah. of that. That's exactly what happened in that episode yeah. is Ar- Arison decided he should die, but his two friends decided that he should live. 
So yeah. Yeah. it was moving. I I, lo- I kind of love it. Like it was traumatizing, but you kind oh, of. Oh yeah, I was bawling after. Yes. I was like, yes. <laughs> that one, that one yeah. got me for sure. It was that was definitely an emotional scene. But I think what makes it so much more interesting is because like they're making this huge sacrifice. They don't know why. They don't know why they're there. They don't know if they're getting out. So there's nothing that you could be like, it's okay because he's going home. Like, they don't know. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Very true. Very true. They they have no idea about any of the situation at all. And they still were like, nope, you're the one that's got to get out of this, whatever, whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. But it turns out they were right, though, sort of, maybe. Kind (laughs) of. Yeah. Kind of. But yeah, I liked it. Yeah, good one. All right. Well, I think I got through all of my questions. Do we do we want to play the game we came up with then? Oh, we came up with a game. Yes. I didn't even remember what game. The, Ho- the Hollywood recast. Oh yeah. Oh. This is my baby, by the way, my brainchild. All right. Yeah. Then you kick it off. Break it down. Okay. Well, um, for Arasu, obviously, you need that immature little boy nervous energy and obviously there's no one better than Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean that's very maze runner. Yeah. I was watching um I was watching it today and I'm thinking like who would I have to play um what's her name? The other one. <laughs> Usagi? Usagi. You can tell how well I've prepared anyway and Something in my brain at some point just went like, ooh, Elle Fanning. I think they would play well together. Interesting. It would be fun. And I want her to learn to climb buildings and stuff. And, of okay. course, her her hot her hot mountain climber dad is J.R. Bourne. I'm sorry. It just is. <laughs> <laughs> That's my other good one. Okay. I literally called him hot high for dad in my notes because I didn't know his name. Okay. Um... For uh, Tata, Ta- how did they say his name? Tata, yeah. Tata, um, I'm sorry to this man, but uh, Osric Chow. <gasps> wow. Could you just? Right. <laughs> so those Make are my dis- ones wow. that I love. Okay. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I couldn't really think of it because there are definitely shows that I've watched before where I was like, you know, I love this, but... I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be shallow and say that like a Hollywood remake might do this some good, but I don't know. When it came to Alice in Borderland, like I just I love the actors, I love the chemistry. I couldn't really picture other people in those roles. Like you know how when you read a book, yeah. you cast it in your head. I couldn't see anybody else other than them. Nice. Okay. I mean, yeah. I I this one took me a while to figure out. Um, who I would cast in some of these roles. So I, I do have some though. I think maybe, like maybe Chris Evans is naked guy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But so I tried to, I tried to do like, if they were actually doing this also like people who would say yes to this kind of a show, like who they could actually like feasibly get to do like an American Hollywood remake of this. Um, so for Aristu, I went with Jack Quaid because he's got that bit of like that nerdy kind of can play a bit of a loser for a bit, but then can like come through and do the thing when you need somebody to do the thing. Um, for Usagi, I wanted to find somebody who like athletic and could like do the stuff 
So, and then this also plays into my sort of cameo casting. Uh, I went with Amber Midthunder for Us- for Usagi. She was uh, she was in the TV show Legion with Dan Stevens. She was part of that um, like those two people who like could merge into one. Oh, um, I and I she to see that show. okay. She was also just uh, the lead in that movie Prey, like the Predator prequel. Oh, from yeah. last year. I love um, her. Okay, I saw her on Roswell. Oh yes, that too. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. So if you have her as Usagi, then in the cameo appearance as her dad, you could have Lou Diamond Phillips. <gasps> Ooh. Yes. That could work. <laughs> okay. Um, then I also went with uh, Queena, who I thought, given like her backstory and everything, um, Jamie Clayton from Sense8. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. like the hacker girl from Sense8. Um, just, you know, more representation. Yay. Yeah. Um, and then for Chishia, I went uh, John Harlan Kim from he's in the librarians. He's an Australian guy, but I think he's he's got enough. He can very easily play that like gives no fucks kind of a guy, but also will do the thing when you need them to do the thing. So. I did I did cast him as well, but I can't let me find his name because he's Cameron Chapman. I just watched Lockwood and Co. And it's mm. like brooding but make it interesting <laughs> right okay mm-hmm. don't okay. Good stuff yes do you yeah. think it would benefit from being a remade show or shortened down to like a couple of movies i like it as a show because i think if you try to shorten it then you lose a lot of the games and stuff you'd have to like cut a lot of that stuff out a lot um, of montaging yeah, yeah. which oh, like speaking of so like near that one episode that was like that that uh that Anne and Queena were playing that like tag gate with like the balls, the like dodgeball. Oh yeah. And I wanted to see more of that because that looked fun. And they were like, you know, our main characters in there. I'm like, can, like what's what's that about? I wanna I wanna yeah, see that. That's what maybe yeah, I kinda wanted to know what those magic balls were anyway. I know. I like did they explode on you and kill you? Like what did they stick to you? Like what was the deal with know. it? I don't know. I wanted to know. So yeah. That's the only one I wish we'd gotten more of that game. I think would have been fun. Yes, yeah. people will for sure complain of like this isn't like like in the show. <laughs> well, I think we've discussed all of my questions in the game, so I don't know how you properly want to close this out. <laughs> uh, was it a train wreck? <laughs> would we rec- would we recommend would we recommend this show? Oh. oh. Definitely, yes, but to, I mean, it's a very specific genre. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put out there of like, this is amazing. I'd have to be like, if you like this sort of thing, you'll love it. You'll but. love it. If you like, <laughs> yes. if you like Squid Game, you'll like it, which I hate yeah. to be like productive like that because it's not Squid Game. It's very it's different. Yes. You know, but yes. But if you like people fighting for their lives. It is very gory, though, so be aware. Like, I forgot that the first season was so gory. Like, dang, they did not hold back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. I, I did make that note a couple times. Like, it is very gory, but it doesn't feel gratuitous, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not. They're going over, like, the amount of blood and gore and stuff. Was it's that, just like, oh, that person's little, head exploded. And then the you move on. The acid was a little tough, I got to be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't. away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how much are they going to show? And the first time it happened, I was like, mm, no, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And that, that one was oh, especially hard because usually other games. I want to talk to the person 
who I want to talk to the FX person who was like, what was it, what would it look like if a human being was dissolved with acid? <laughs> I think that one was especially grotesque because usually when like a player dies, like the game continues somewhere else or something, or they die somewhere else. Like in the prison game, they die in their cells. We see them die, but then they're still in their cell. That game, they died where the game was happening and everybody was like strapped to their seat so they couldn't go somewhere else. We had to stay with those yes. dead yeah, bodies that was very... for the rest of the game. Was that a full... It wasn't a full episode of him, was it? I can't... No, that was that was part of it episode six. Me clean. But it yeah, was, that, was, that was part of episode six with the the like the tag the chest tag on the power plant and that game with Jashia were the sort of the two things of episode six. So once you guys learned at the very end that it was you know due they were all there from the meteor crash and that people came back out of it with their injuries. Once you saw how people were dying in the game, did you think okay what? what actually happened in the meteor to cause that injury. Ooh, I have so, like, not we're, that, but it's going to keep me up tonight. Um, because so did the people who were burned by acid get burned by, like, fire or, like, fire. Sort of plasma it kind of thing explosion. from, like, earth, yeah. you know, creating, like, molten rock? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Or people that were shot, did they get hit with, you know, like, flying debris? Shrapnel. That makes so much sense. So People's heads sense. exploding, they get like a giant rock dropped on their head. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they were all in the bathroom, so their two friends' heads exploding. Ooh. Well, did they go to the bathroom or were they still, was them going to the bathroom? I mean, they were in the, the bathroom when they were, I just, I thought they that's where they were because they the were in the bathroom when the lights go out. Okay. Yeah. And that's a re- it's a really cool sequence. And I do think it's funny watching that back in 2023 because, like, it's all very liminal spaces. Like, the long establishing shots of, like, this thing should not be empty, but it is. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I gotta leave. <laughs> I don't know what that's like in real life now. <laughs> I know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And I thought they that was an interesting did not know about it when they were making the show. No, because if it came out in 2020, they had to be filming like 2018, 2019. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Oh. They called it. Yeah. All right. How else did you want to close it out? So we would highly recommend. Yes. To the people who like of this certain very specific genre. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you don't mind subtitles because. Yes. I would say yes. never watch something dubbed. Always no. watch subtitles because otherwise yes. it's just not fit. It just don't make sense. No. So, okay. yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for coming together with the show club. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to announce what our next show will be so we can give our, our listeners their homework for, for next time? Yeah. Did we okay. actually decide who? Yeah, is it, is it me? Yeah, Evelyn, you go. I think we're going to let you pick the next one. I'm ready. Um, I chose, okay, forgive me. I can't say it right. It's Burgasal, uh, Immortal Souls. It's on American Netflix. Um, it's a Korean drama, 16 episodes. Uh, and every character says Burgasal differently. And I'm like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Um, but, okay. um, gotta keep the spoilers to the minimum, I'm sure, but, uh, 
Boy meets girl, girl steals boy's soul, and he vows to hunt her to the end of eternity to get it back. So he can do A tale as old as time itself. It's really good, you guys. It was the first K-drama that I watched, and I don't regret it for a moment. Like, ever? No. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first first one ever? That was your intro to K-dramas? I may have seen Squid Game before, to be honest, but, like, as far as, like, being a K-drama stan, yes. Oh, so you, wait, so you watched Sweet Home after that? Maybe. Okay. I, I may have gone and watched Sweet Home uh, dubbed. <laughs> <gasps> no. Uh, so maybe, so you know what I mean. It so doesn't until you watch it subtitled. Yep. All right. Immortal Souls. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It's a fun one. It's got everything. And very handsome men. Okay. And, and women. Okay. Something for like everybody then, huh? And women. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, hope you turn in next time as we discuss the, that show that Evelyn told you about. <laughs> yes. Well, let the us one that nobody can pronounce. I'll put it in I the mean, show notes engage, somewhere. Engage with us on social media, Carrie. Yes. Oh, ask, yes. Um, ask we have questions. We have a Tumblr. You can find us uh, a Tumblr at Show Club Pod tumblr.com all just all one word show club pod um again that will also be in the show notes you can uh click that there and uh yeah apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts. we should be you know everywhere you you find your usual podcast show club pod at gmail.com if you want to email us questions tell us what you think of alice in borderland Yes, please. What yes, game? Your thoughts if you, and if you, ooh, here's a good question. If you had to make up a game, what would it be? Ooh. Oh. That's something we should have thought of ahead of time. That I is. Have. I just thought of it just now. <laughs> That's the spur of the moment magic that we got right here. Yeah. <laughs> Show club. Showclubpod at gmail.com. Showclubpod.tumblr.com. Find Show us. Club. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.